Canto 4, Section 2, Number 94 In this high signal moment of the gods, answering earth's yearning and her cry for bliss, a greatness from our other countries came, a silence in the noise of earthly things, immutably revealed the secret word, a mightier influx filled the oblivious clay. A lamp was lit, a sacred image made. A mediating ray had touched the earth, bridging the gulf between man's mind and God's, translating heaven into a human shape. Its brightness linked our transience to the unknown. A spirit of its celestial source aware descended into earth's imperfect mold, and wept not fallen to mortality, but looked on all with large and tranquil eyes. One had returned from the transcendent plains, and bore anew the load of mortal breath, who had striven of old with our darkness and our pain. She took again her divine unfinished task, survivor of death and the eonic years. Once more with her fathomless heart she fronted time. Again there was renewed, again revealed, the ancient closeness by earth vision veiled, the secret contact broken off in time, a consanguinity of earth and heaven between the human portion toiling here and an as yet unborn and limitless force. Again the mystic deep attempt began, the daring wager of the cosmic game. For since upon this blind and whirling globe, earth plasm first quivered with the illumining mind, and life invaded the material sheath, afflicting in conscience with the need to feel, since in infinity's silence woke a word, a mother wisdom works in nature's breast to pour delight on the heart of toil and want and press perfection on life's stumbling powers, impose heaven's sentience on the obscure abyss and make dumb matter conscious of its God. Although our fallen minds forget to climb, although our human stuff resists or breaks, she keeps her will that hopes to divinize clay. Failure cannot repress, defeat overthrow. Time cannot weary her, nor the void subdue. The ages have not made her passion less. No victory she admits of death or fate. Always she drives the souls to new attempt, always her magical infinitude, forces to aspire the inert brute elements. As one who has all infinity to waste, she scatters the seed of the eternal strength on a half-animate and crumbling mold, plants heaven's delight in the heart's passionate mire, pours Godhead's seekings into a bare beast frame, hides immortality 
in a mask of death. Once more that will put on an earthly shape, a mind empowered from truth's immutable seat, was framed for vision and interpreting act, and instruments were sovereignly designed to express divinity in terrestrial things. Outlined by the pressure of this new descent, a lovelier body formed than earth had known. As yet a prophecy only and a hint, the glowing arc of a charmed unseen whole. It came into the sky of mortal life, bright like the crescent horn of a gold moon, returning in a faint illumined eve, at first glimmering like an unshaped idea, passive she lay sheltered in wordless sleep, involved and drowned in matter's giant trance, an infant heart of the deep-caved world plan, in cradle of divine in conscience rocked by the universal ecstasy of the suns. Some missioned power in the half-wakened frame nursed a transcendent birth's dumb glorious seed for which this vivid tenement was made. But soon the link of soul with form grew sure. Flooded was the dim cave with slow conscient light. The seed grew into a delicate, marvelous bud. The bud disclosed a great and heavenly bloom. At once she seemed to found a mightier race. Arrived upon the strange and dubious globe, the child remembering inly a far home, lived guarded in her spirit's luminous cell, alone mid men in her diviner kind. Even in her childish movements could be felt the nearness of a light still kept from earth, feelings that only eternity could share, thoughts natural and native to the gods. As needing nothing but its own rapt flight, her nature dwelt in a strong separate air, like a strange bird with large rich-colored breast that sojourns on a secret fruited bough, lost in the emerald glory of the woods, or flies above divine unreachable tops. Harmoniously she impressed the earth with heaven, aligned to a swift rhythm of sheer delight, and singing to themselves her days went by. Each minute was a throb of beauty's heart. The hours were tuned to a sweet-toned content, which asked for nothing but took all life gave, sovereignly as her nature's inborn right. Near was her spirit to its parent son, the breath within to the eternal joy. The first fair life that breaks from nature's swoon mounts in a line of rapture to the skies. Absorbed in its own happy urge, it lives, sufficient to itself, yet turned to all. It has no seen communion with its world, no open converse with surrounding things. 
There is a oneness, native and occult, that needs no instruments and erects no form. In unison it grows with all that is. All contacts it assumes into its trance. Laugh-tossed consents to the wind's kiss and takes transmutingly the shocks of sun and breeze. A blissful yearning riots in its leaves. A magic passion trembles in its blooms. Its boughs aspire in hushed felicity. An occult godhead of this beauty is cause, the spirit and intimate guest of all this charm, this sweetness's priestess and this reverie's muse. Invincibly protected from our sense, the dryad lives drenched in a deeper ray and feels another air of storms and calms and quivers inwardly with mystic rain. This at a heavenlier height was shown in her, even when she bent to meet earth's intimacies, her spirit kept to the stature of the gods, it stooped but was not lost in matter's reign. A world translated was her gleaming mind, and marvel mooned bright crowding fantasies, fed with spiritual sustenance of dreams the ideal goddess in her house of gold, aware of forms to which our eyes are closed, conscious of nearnesses we cannot feel, the power within her shaped her molding sense in deeper figures than our surface types. An invisible sunlight ran within her veins and flooded her brain with heavenly brilliances that woke a wider sight than earth could know. Outlined in the sincerity of that ray, her springing childlike thoughts were richly turned into luminous patterns of her soul's deep truth, and from her eyes she cast another look on all around her than man's ignorant view. All objects were to her shapes of living selves, and she perceived a message from her kin in each awakening touch of outward things. Each was a symbol power, a vivid flash, in the circuit of infinities half known. Nothing was alien or inanimate, nothing without its meaning or its call. For with a greater nature she was one, as from the soil sprang glory of branch and flower, as from the animal's life rose thinking man, a new epiphany appeared in her, a mind of light, a life of rhythmic force, a body instinct with hidden divinity, prepared an image of the coming God, and when the slow rhyme of the expanding years and the rich murmurous swarm work of the days, had honey-packed her sense and filled her limbs, accomplishing the moon orb of her grace, self-guarded in the silence of her strength, her solitary greatness was not less. Nearer the Godhead to the surface pressed, 
a sun replacing childhood's nebula, sovereign in a blue and lonely sky. Upward it rose to grasp the human scene. The strong inhabitant turned to watch her field. A lovelier light assumed her spirit brow, and sweet and solemn grew her musing gaze. Celestial human, deep, warm, slumberous fires woke in the long-fringed glory of her eyes like altar burnings in a mysteried shrine. Out of those crystal windows gleamed a will that brought a large significance to life. Holding her forehead's candid stainless space, behind the student arch a noble power of wisdom looked from light on transient things. A scout of victory in a Virgil tower, her aspiration called high destiny down, a silent warrior paced in her city of strength, inviolate guarding truth's diamond throne. A nectarous haloed moon, her passionate heart, loved all and spoke no word and made no sign, but kept her bosom's rapturous secrecy, a blissful ardent moved and voiceless world. Proud, swift, and joyful ran the wave of life within her like a stream in paradise. Many high gods dwelt in one beautiful home, yet was her nature's orb a perfect whole, harmonious like a chant with many tones, immense and various like a universe. The body that held this greatness seemed almost an image made of heaven's transparent light. Its charm recalled things seen in vision's hours, a golden bridge spanning a fairy flood, a moon-touched palm tree single by a lake, companion of the wide and glimmering peace, a murmur as of leaves in paradise, moving when feet of the immortals pass, a fiery halo over sleeping hills, a strange and starry head alone in night 